Sunday pull, we're back. Wednesday night. Uh, we'll postseason baseball today. Atlanta Braves are in trouble. The Twins still suck. Dodgers, fraudulent, some would say. They still have some time. On the ropes, though. Playing a little rope-a-dope? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's see if they can do it. Christian Walker just went yard. Things are getting rowdy in Arizona. It's getting late early for the Dodgers, as they say here in game three, as they're down 2-0. Is this what people feel like when they watch the Yankees in October? Like, why are we watching this team lose again? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like the Dodgers have decent excuses. Like, their pitching staff isn't 100%. Kershaw doing a game, like, pitching game one, it's not great at his But it's like age. 30, this is like 30-something straight years with a fake World Series mixed in that they just don't. They win 100 games every year. That's true. They do. Yeah, they, the Yankees didn't always win 100. Is that another home run? Uh, looks like it. Yep. Oh, the celebration. That's Gabby Moreno. Jason Hayward oh. says it's foul. Jason Hayward is not the umpire. Uh, bullpen pitcher says it's foul. He'll be in there soon, I'm sure. People in the swimming pool are calling it fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some... I, that's you know seeing Dave Roberts there, it's like Aaron Boone's going to be in the Bronx forever. Well, Dave that's Roberts not. does have the fake World Series, and he's got a couple other World Series appearances. That's what he's kind of he's kind of resting on those right now. Yeah, but is that just the model? Like you're like you're a big you're a big market corporation team, like and you're just gonna you're just gonna be there for the duration as long as the. Fabo. I think I think his job is pretty safe for now. Although I wouldn't be surprised if out of nowhere after one of these losses, it's just like Dodgers and uh, Dave Roberts have mutually parted ways. Do they call? Do they do they call for his head every year? Dodgers fans, I have no idea what goes on in Dodgers fans' head. That they even know they're in this series, or they wait. Thank you for that so much. As there's. This thing's charging. God damn it. Sorry. Do you hear that? No. Yeah. No. Well, kid, yeah. Kids toy charging right, right by my head. Uh, I, I don't know. I actually don't know how passionate Dodgers fans are to begin with. Right. It's like, when do the Lakers start? But yeah, probably. Yeah. Just waiting for basketball season. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the Orioles came out paper champion of the East. They got taken care of pretty handily. The Dodgers, the Braves were dead for a game and a half, then showed life and then were put back out of their misery. Well, not, I mean, there's still time, but to come back, but they looked, they looked every bit an underdog today at getting smoked by the Phillies. Uh, the Orioles I give a little bit of a pass to because they just did not have the pitching. Yeah, ran into a buzzsaw in Texas. Offense, oh man, no way. <laughs> Lance Lynn, Lance Lynn will not be denied. <laughs> he needs to give up a home run in the worst way. 
He just hung that curveball. <laughs> Fuck me curveball. Crushed it. <laughs> he got it back. He got the foul ball home run back, and then he hit it. Gabe Morel hit even harder. <laughs> Pulled it to deep left. I mean, the Dodgers are starting Lance Lynn in this game, but I'm not giving them a pass. This is just – this is a disgusting performance. I'll throw this at you. Yeah. Um, now, the Astros are the exception to this rule, and the Astros aren't going to be the ones crying about this, but mm-hmm. something to be said about these teams that have buys coming out rusty. Baseball, you know, rhythm sport. Your season ends on Sunday. You, you don't get – you don't have to play again until, what, Saturday? That is that's, a, that's it's longer than an all star break. It's the longest stretch off of the entire season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anybody would complain about that. You, I mean, the Phillies came in hot. I get, I, I can see that momentum moving all along. Those, all those teams come in hot, though, because you're coming off a series yeah. win. Would you, I think, I would you want to make this a best of seven then, the DS? Best of seven. I don't know about it, but, uh, that's a lot. That's that's you're extending the month. It's already going into November. I don't know if you could do a best of seven. Okay. I think you got to keep it five. All right. Because this the short series makes that layoff that much more important. If it is, if it does have an effect, because if if you like, you know, we saw with the dot like the Braves, like if you lose game one at home, you're you're right behind the eight ball. You almost dipped game two. I mean, Dodgers did it. Yeah. Um, it's an excuse, but I, I actually I think there's some merit to it. I think it, I think it's a valid excuse. Yeah, I, you I, have to I, see, you have to sit around for an entire week while these teams get to keep playing. I like playing. Yeah, it's not football where you have bye weeks kind of built into the to the system. You have, I mean, just just helps. Bye weeks, week. uh, yeah. So it does. Yeah, it doesn't have. It doesn't Bi-weeks have the same football kind of... makes sense, though. Bi-weeks yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, yeah, I'm saying it's not the same at all. So it's like it, with, with this, you're absolutely right. The rhythm comes into play. Uh, your pitching is, you know, out of rhythm. Your, your bullpen's not worked, not used. Like, guys aren't fresh. Right. Dodgers are about to get swept, it looks like. Orioles mm-hmm. did get swept. Braves... I mean, are on the ropes. That's three. That's three hundred win teams that could be mm-hmm. gone. Now the Astros are the exception because the Astros last year, same sort of deal. They had a buy. They took care of business against. I think it was Seattle in the first round. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the Yankees were the other team that had a buy that was able to advance to the LCS last year. NL in the NL, it was the two wild card teams that advanced: Padres and Phillies. Mm-hmm. So I mean. We are it's a, it's an early sample size, but we have seen the wild card teams do better in the DS. But if they, you know the thing, like the the teams that are losing, like you said, the Dodgers are frauds. We kind of knew that coming in. The Orioles are young with mm-hmm. uh, with understaffed pitching. Um, and we the Phillies and the the Phillies always play the Braves tough. Yeah, the Braves have just made our entire lifetime. The Braves have just been getting bounced in this round. It feels like this year seems inexcusable. This year you had to get to the the championship series at least. I, I thought you get to the I think it was it's World Series or bust for Atlanta. You'll really find oh, out yeah, what they're right. made of tomorrow night. You really see what they're made of. 
once the Braves won that game the other night, I felt like the Phillies were winning three and the Braves were going to win four. Okay. I don't know right. why. I it just because it's gonna feel it feels like they just can't win in Philly right now. I don't know what the regular season numbers were, but I know they played them tough all year. But like I'm going back to the postseason last year where the Phillies crushed them in three and four. I think the Braves clinched the AL or the NL East in Philly. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think that they are like dominant, but they they, they're tough. It's a a tough place to play to begin with. So it's just they're just tough. So you want to be a champion, you got to win a you got to win a must win game on the road. And I think they're favored to the Braves because of the pitching matchup. Right. They have Strider on, I believe, is it full rest or three days rest? When was game one? Saturday. So that'll be Sunday, Monday. No, it's full rest because they had the off days in between. So Strider on full rest versus Ranger Suarez pitch game one. Suarez. It's a big pitching advantage for yeah. Atlanta. I yeah. mean, even more, even more reason why you got to answer the bell. Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, that's your ace, basically. So, it's Strider. Strider's considered the ace, right? I think so. Yeah, he's yeah. got to be. So I, that's, you, yeah. Season on the line. That's what you want. You live for that shit. Like, that's the stuff you want to tell your kids about. Yep, I'm that's gonna the, say. I think the Braves. I think the Braves are finally gonna win one in Philly. Game five, though, I could easily see them losing game five, though. I could see them winning game four and then losing to Wheeler in game five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very possible. Uh, Yeah, an amazing way to lose that game to the night. That was one of the more improbable endings to a a playoff game that you could have. uh, A jumping catch over the wall, robbing a home run, doubling up. Harper at first over missing the cutoff man and Riley coming out of nowhere to to nab Harper. And it was so close. It was so close. And Olsen knew right away that he was out. That was a pretty cocky. Move. Yeah. Loved it. You could tell. Yeah. No, you know, but at the same time, it was so, it was so close. Like, <laughs> but does not have any reaction. Like to look for the ump or ever. Just Keita was pumped. Like he, yeah, he knew, but it was. It, it if was, we were if we were recording Monday night, I probably would have criticized Harper, yeah, a little bit for getting picked off there. But he had two home runs today, so it's like ancient history at this point. That's how <laughs> you answer. That's how you. That's how you answer. Yeah, I mean, that's how you answer the bell. I mean, he uh, bowled against. I, yeah, I don't know where. I don't know why you're past second at that point. You should be standing on second, really. Yeah, yeah, on or even like a, a step or two, like on the first base side. He tried to get a little head start. He was trying to score on that, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he got burned. Yeah, but then he, he come and out. He slipped. Then he slipped though. Uh, coming, coming back, back around second. Uh, maybe, maybe. There was a slight slip where I think if he doesn't slip, he he might get back. Oh, they got the Dodgers Diamondbacks tomorrow if necessary. That's a big if necessary. Doesn't look necessary right now. And the Braves Phillies is locked in at six. Yeah. Yeah. They're not gonna like move it to eight or seven if uh and I don't know how you do that. I guess you could, right? It doesn't matter. You still the people well, they, off, yeah. 
they did it today. Uh, Minnesota was slated to uh, – Minnesota was going to play at 2 o'clock today. Once the Rangers swept the Orioles, it got moved to 7. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it is doable. I actually gave the Twins a shot tonight with that, you know, uh, time change. I was like, oh, I'll give the fans a chance to – yeah, get drink a little more in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah, well lubricated, and like I don't know, they I don't think there was a base runner the last six innings of that game. Let's see. I mean, like that—that's killer for a team like the Dodgers. What just happened? Like Mookie just flew out the deep center on the first pitch, and like he's the guy you need to get this going if you're going to come back and stay alive. It's got to start at the top, and like he hit the ball hard, but it was caught, and now Freeman's up with nobody on. He's going to walk. And then they, they look dead. And then uh I don't know, it was after Muncie or Will Smith. I don't know. Back uh, I don't know. Oh, and he grounded out. Oh. He grounded out weekly. Oh, I was one one. But yeah, that's it. I mean, it's top of the order. It's gonna go down meekly now here in the fourth. How do you have any hope? If you don't have a rally here <clears throat> against Brendan wow. Fad. Is yeah, it I, can't, is it I, can't, I don't even know where to start with that last name. <laughs> P. <laughs> yeah, I, that's about it. That's as far as I got. P F A A D T. Brandon. He's <laughs> like a sound effects. This guy's last name. And who is this? It's up. See, I hate this shit. J D Martinez. Oh, J D Martinez. He's batting third. He was batting third during the season for him. Mm, he, I don't know. He was like in and out of the lineup. He was hurt. Yeah, no, but he's still not a number three hitter. And then he gets up there and he swings to the first two pitches. Like the first pitch was not a good pitch to swing at. And there was a second pitch, really. Like you're down four nothing. Why are you swinging the first two pitches? You're not. You're not fucking five years ago, JD Martinez. Trying to do too much. Trying to get him all back one swing. Oh well, he's going back to the dugouts where he's going. Strike out on three pitches, and not one of them could even make good contact on. I wonder uh, if this is a reflection, like all these upsets. Not, I think it more has to do with the rest, rest versus rust, the, that old debate. But I wonder <clears throat> if this has to do with like the way teams are built nowadays. Right? Mm-hmm. They're built more for one sixty two. Than they are October, meaning, like, like look at Tampa for example. Tampa is like the most like outlandish example. Where like they throw openers at you, they mm-hmm. throw all these hard throwing righties. Mm-hmm. You know, bull. You know the the uh, the lineup is always different. It's you know whether there's a lefty on the mound or righty on the mound. And then like once you get to October, it's kind of like you're just kind of pushing all your chips in the middle of the table. And, like, a team like Houston with, like, Verlander in game one and, and Framber in game two, like, that's what wins, even though Framber wasn't good. Like, that's what wins in October. Yeah, and like, and and it's the same guys top of the order. It's Altuve and Alvarez, and it's, it's just the same lineup, you know, night in, night out. Yeah, like, you look at some of the Kyle pitching, like, like, like Atlanta, too. And I know, you know, not everyone's going to be uh, 27 Yankees. With the, I don't know, name a guy in their starting rotation, maybe Allie Reynolds. You know, no, nobody nobody's going to be the we'll say the ninety five Braves as an example or ninety eight Yankees. Mm. But like, 
Bryce Elder starting game three on the that's like that's I, I know it's hard, it's easier said than done to have like four really good starters, but it's like these teams they have like one starter and then it's like prayers, the rosary beads come out. That I don't that's hard to win in October. That that actually does turn it into a crapshoot, a la Brian Cashman. When it's mm-hmm. like every team is just throwing slop out there in these big games. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, there's one place you got to spend it's pitching. And it's a pitch, a legit pitching staff. Cause if you get a guy like a, like a Verlander or a Brendan Fat who can go out there and just shut down a team, <laughs> <laughs> you're golden. And you know what? Arizona has a couple guys like that. Like Zach Gallon is pretty good. And who's right. the other guy's name? Uh, Kelly? Kelly? Merrill Ke- Merrill Kelly is that his name? He's pretty good, good too. Uh, I think Gallon is. I think Gallon is like Cy Young worthy. Gallon's good. Gallon's legit. Yeah. So I think like if you don't have a couple of those guys, but like Strider, I don't know. If, I feel like I don't know the stats on Strider, but I feel like he might be like a five plus inning guy, like not going deep deep into games. And Elder's yeah. a rookie, and it's just not. Yeah, it might not be – maybe you kind of hope, like, all right, maybe these are the guys and they figure it out when we get to the postseason. But if your starter doesn't have it and the other starter does have it and he's shutting you down and you're down 3 nothing, I mean, game two when they came back, they looked dead. They looked dead. They yeah. looked absolutely dead. And their pitcher could not keep up with uh, – it was Wheeler pitchers game two, right? They couldn't keep up with Wheeler. Yeah. So it's – yeah. I mean, starting pitchers, they do everything they, they to, to knock – a lineup all you know just kind of off their balance. And if you don't if you don't have a guy or two that can do that, you're gonna be getting yourself in the trouble. You're gonna just continuously find yourself behind the eight ball in these games. Yeah, you end up with Craig Ferguson in the fourth inning of a do or die game down four nothing. Uh, yeah, white flag Craigie Ferguson. I mean Although he looks better than Lance Lynn after one. Right. <laughs> I, I just yeah, I I feel like the way teams are built now, obviously the game has changed. You know, guys are five inning pitchers bullpen games and all of that. I just think that it's hard. It's hard to bring it home in October with that. I, don't, I agree. You know? Oh, we've lived it. We've lived it. How, how many fucking years have we lived it with just a wing and a prayer? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. this is great that you guys mash your way to 98 wins, but. Yes. There's a few, at- there's a few mid 2000 Yankee mod, like uh, prototypes in this postseason. The Dodgers <laughs> being one the Braves, could end up being one where it's just like, yeah, you mash your way to 100 wins, but who are you starting in these big games? Yeah, yeah, you got to have an ace or two. You got to, and you got to have. I, I, I believe in consistency in the lineup. I do. I know there's going to be guys that are platooning and stuff like here and there, but you can't have that. Can't be your model for your entire team. Yeah, it's I, yeah. I would, I would guess if. I haven't paid attention to this Dodger series really because it's been on late and just haven't been watching it. But like I would guess, if you're a Dodgers fan, and you saw JD Martinez in your starting lineup. You just we're not going to win this fucking series. Batting third, it's probably not all that inspiring. I would assume. And you have Arizona who's got like some young stars on the team, and they kind of a little bit deep. I mean, you have Longoria batting eighth here, who is more of just a steady guy to have in the lineup. He's not. Evan Longoria of old, obviously, but he's a good guy to have there in the lineup. Um, I didn't, as... I didn't know he was a Diamondback until Game One of the series. I know. <laughs> Apparently, he played like twenty-five games this year or something, and I, I missed all of them. 
He um and he even comes out like late in the game for a third base uh a replacement third baseman. I forget who comes in, but they did a defensive replacement at the end of the game for him. Yeah. Craig Ferguson is pumped. <laughs> He's trying. He's trying. <laughs> Somebody's gotta rally this team. Unfortunately, gonna need to put up at least five runs to win and uh not looking good. And then you got what do you make of Ovaldi? Just like he's just big. He's basically been good everywhere except the Bronx. I know. Yeah, he's been down. He's and he's big in the postseason constantly. Onions. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Um, like as soon as Texas went up yesterday, it was over. He's a bulldog. And I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about six nothing, the three run homer. But once they went up like one nothing and three nothing, it felt over. Like Avaldi's just gonna shove, and get series is over. Baltimore's a young team, not ready for prime time. Yeah, he's a he's a bull. Yeah, I don't feel good about it. Uh, Seven innings. You look at these. You look at these series, and you look at who wins the series. I think all you have to do is, and this is like you know. Baseball 101, you look at like who had the better starting pitcher go deep into games and pitch well. Yep. It's very rarely you're going to see like the, the, you know, the seven pitchers. Yeah. It's just not, it, it's hard to sustain in a, in a postseason because yeah, all the games are, you know, they're on top of each other. You can't have, you can't have every guy on his game every fucking game of a series. Impossible. Yeah. The odds are stacked against you when you do that. Yeah, it's much easier just to have one guy give you six, seven innings. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I don't feel good about Evaldi because it, it, I think it just kind of goes to, like, the Yankee philosophy on pitching or the Yankee uh, strategy with pitchers and stuff. That, and they don't – I mean, Evaldi's relatively young when he came over from Florida, right? Yeah. They, just they just didn't develop them right. They didn't use them right. They had this. They kind of put their pitchers in a box. Like you're going to be this. You're you're going to be a glorified opener, just just to get to our magic bullpen that Brian Cashman has put together. Larry Rothschild probably didn't help either. Yeah, we'll point fingers. We'll point fingers at the pitching coach too, for sure. <laughs> I don't remember him being great. <laughs> well. Thanks to Larry Rothschild, now stuck with Maddie Blake. So yeah, Larry Rothschild's grandson. Yeah, <laughs> we have a, we have a lot to blame on Larry R. Uh, I think I'm going Texas in that series. I mean, I want them to win. That's part of it, but I felt like Texas had a chance mm-hmm. to kind of just get hot and just and just hit their way to a world series the the fact that they had the fact that their biggest pitchers are on the dl crazy one of them's fucking celebrating like a lunatic yeah how do you feel about uh old max partying like that he's i don't know he's just like a dork scherzer that's really all i have to say it doesn't bother like if i'm a mets fan i'd be probably like my head to the ceiling (laughs) but like to me he's just without a dog in the fight he's just he's just a weird dork He's a very weird fella. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's fair. Yeah, I used to celebrate with their teammates. I guess I, I don't know. I he's think like also, front and center though. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, too much. I think it just also looks different. Like this looks different because he's he was there for at least like four games for him. 
and you know, <laughs> he was there. So he's basically, you know, for there for a week, and then he was yeah. hurt. So it's like, all right, but he just got there. I mean, it feels weird. Just I never thought about this when I was a kid, but as an adult, I see it, and I'm like. I wonder if it sucks to be like that mercenary that comes over. He didn't like spend the whole season. That sucks. But I wonder if it yeah. like, feels like cheaper to the guys who get traded mid season, or or if it's awesome. Like, all right, they put me it over dep- here. I think it depends on it depends on your contribution. I think. Like, think <laughs> David David Justice. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Cecil Fielder. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference between. That guy, and uh, I'm trying to think of it a guy who Max Scherzer, <laughs> yeah, other, this, other than, this year's Rangers, <laughs> other than Max Scherzer, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that's fair, that's fair. If you if you kind of came over to do it to fill a specific need and you fulfilled it and you were part of it, uh, part of the winning formula that was put together, I get that's true. I mean, I would have guessed as a professional, it's probably awesome just to be like. You, you got pulled out of fucking Oakland or some shitty situation and you went someplace and got put in big time baseball games. Oh, here come the Dodgers. Will Smith should be come. third. One out double. Uh yeah. Will Smith fresh off his separation from Jada. <laughs> wow. Burying one in the left field corner. <laughs> He looks different. <sighs> looks fresh. All right. So you got a. Uh, so you are. This is like your biannual pre-flight taping. Yep. You did this over, I guess, early in the early summer to spring, or you taped March, 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 and then you flew out early next morning. You're flying out tomorrow. Uh, early again? Yeah, not quite. It's seven thirty, but it's around the corner of the airport. Like right, yeah, back right. at back in March, it was JFK, Mexico Customs. It's a little. So you got to be there like six thirty. Like you don't have to be there early. Leaving the house at six, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. That's the easiest flight. Well, the easiest boarding you'll ever have in your life. Right. Back in March, it was like up at two a.m. on the road. Have you have you ever flown a velo before? Yep. It is no a, TVs, right? It is a tuna can. Yeah, it is tight. No TVs. Just download a couple podcasts. That's it. Locked and loaded. Maybe uh, Sports Illustrated. I don't think there's it's, even a newsstand like in that. There, there was like a little sandwich shop. I don't think there's like that, a newsstand. I think there's a place you can get coffee and a place you can get like an egg sandwich, and it might be the same yeah. place. I think so. Yeah. But all, but you can't. But if you gotta get a magazine or something, you gotta go ahead of time someplace. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there's a newsstand in there. Um, Doubt it. <clears throat> book? You got a book? I do have a book. I have my book from my Mexico vacation. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Well, wait one chapter at a time. It was the Clemente book, which I banged out like seventy-five percent of it, and I just haven't picked it up since. Well, you didn't. At the end, it's gonna be tough. So. You knew what you were well, going for. I've been waiting on, you know, I'm on, on the edge of my seat to learn about the, uh, I think it's the 1971 World Series. Okay. I just, I might suggest that maybe reading the last chapter on an airplane might be the worst place to read it. I'm not, yeah, no. 
I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna save that one for uh, beach or pool. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I'm not a big reader on a on an airplane. Oh, okay, all right. I can't uh, do it on an airplane. All right. When do you um you come back on Sunday night or Monday? Monday. Okay. Monday afternoon. Okay. One o'clock game. Dolphins. Panthers. 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 Bryce Young. Yep. You can see the early era of Bryce Young. It's good. All right. Um, what other Florida plans you have while you're down there? Uh, no plans, really. Just like hmm. a couple of restaurant near our hotel, beach, pool. Oh, the, I, I plan on being at the Whale's Rib tomorrow for lunch. Oh, nice. Oh, sweet. All right. Nice. Oof. That's probably other than like the reservation I have Saturday night. That's like the one thing I have planned. Other than that, I'm kind of winging it. Beautiful. All right. Uh, do you, you do the Bloody Mary there? Where do you get some some uh, whale fries? Whatever the fuck they have. Whale, whale, definitely whale fries. <laughs> uh, not. I don't go Bloody Mary though. I I've given. I want to like Bloody Mary. I just can't. Uh, it's a tall task. That tomato juice. Big There's tall glass. Stellar, stellar at, at the whale's rib. They didn't do a good bloody. I think I would be better off with a bloody Mary if it was like a shot. Oh. <laughs> well, no, but you you have the bloody and you kind of you just gotta put it down quick. You just can't. No, that's the point. I can't do it quick. Ah, uh, all right. Because the warmer it gets, the worse off you are. Yeah, maybe that's my problem. Just gotta suck it down. Yeah, suck it down, enjoy the spices. Have a couple olives, stir it with some celery. Have a piece of bacon. Maybe there's a piece of shrimp on or something. Would you just so you're just gonna do beer there? No mixed drinks. I feel like the whales really uh, deserve some kind. Not a cocktail like uh, you're not gonna sip on a martini or Manhattan there. Why not? I guess you know you could. <laughs> it's kind of di- it's kind of divey though, right? I don't think I would order a martini there. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh. It's 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 a kind of a not up. Up class dive, but it's yeah, it's divey with like a little charm, a little sunshine in it. It's not divey and dark. It's dive. It's, it's divey with a little sunshine. Well, it's a touristy, it's, touristy dive because of Guy Fieri, I'm sure. Oh, is it? I didn't know Fieri did it, but I don't know. Because when I was there the first time, I was talking to locals, so it felt like that. I enjoy. I appreciated that there was locals there, and they weren't. Tra- I think there was a dude from New York or Jersey as well. That we were talking to, but the, the only time I've ever been, I sat at the bar. It was right when they opened at 11 a.m. Yeah, we were there before, like a half hour before they opened, Beautiful. so we were like the only ones in mm. there basically. Um, so I didn't get really. A, there may have been like some other people that came in. Pretty sure they were locals, like older people. Nice. Uh, I'm assuming during busier hours is when you get like a wait and a line, and that's definitely more touristy. Uh, even uh, when we went, when we went, it was later, and we went right in. There was a wait for a table, and I was like, Can "We just hit the bar," and they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." And I was like, "Why wouldn't people just do that?" Like people are idiots. And I went and got place to the bar. That's weird. Yeah, so I was, I was like, "Yeah, twenty minute, half hour wait for a table, or I can go right to the bar and get a drink before I even get my menu." I was like that's what I want. I want a drink right now. Right, of course. Uh, yeah. When I was uh, there last year, I I think I'm pretty sure I just drank beer. Okay. All right. Maybe. These, yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know what like a, a good ocean dive drink would be. 
because like margarita seems a little too sunshiny for it like a singapore sling maybe rusty nail some of those guys maybe something old school like that you don't want anything too classy it's got to be a little shady yeah right? too classy they may look at you like you're a tourist like you yeah. know where you are but you don't you don't want to get like the punch or something like that it's got to be a drink that's a little bit serious we may have to research and see if they have a cocktail menu. Yeah, yeah. We got a few minutes. Let's check out the Wales Herb cocktail menu. Absolutely. They may not even have one posted. You never know. I bet you they do have some sort of punch, though. They all got punches down there, right? That's a beach. Okay. Oh, wow. It's a big fucking. Yeah, Monsoon Margarita, the Whale Mary, Cosmo, Wave Runner. That's like the and a planter's punch. <laughs> and the Wave Runner is kind of a punch, but it's not. It's rum with pineapple and cranberry juice. Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of booze in the Wave Runner. It doesn't sound bad, but they're better off with the planter's punch because they give you the light rum and the dark rum. You like that? Yeah, mix it up. Mix uh, your rums. Really yeah, that a small a small cocktail list. I like that. I like that it's not a ton of them. I don't know if anything. No, there. this type of place wouldn't. I mean, I would have the margarita. I don't know if that's what I would go for. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I may just end up doing a beer after a long <laughs> flight. That after a long flight, that might be the play, anyways. Yeah, it's true. The heat, you're gonna, you know, it's supposed to be like, I mean, obviously it's Florida top, but like I saw, like in the '90s, it may just have to be like one of those bears where like the first one doesn't even count. First one never counts. Well, I mean, like you're ordering the second one. You're like Henry Hill, <laughs> fucking asking for the check, bro. You're <laughs> you're you're ordering your second bear before the menus even hit. <laughs> Yeah, they know. And, and though that, that's what I like about a good bartender is I'll just see, like, oh, this guy's crushing this. Like, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, those those uh, are the good bartenders. I was at a bar last night in the first beer I put down, and like, no, everybody else was still kind of working on theirs, but they, the bartender came right around. He's like, no, there. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. Money. Please. Thank you. Yeah. Gotta value a good bartender. No. Well, it also helps I'm going to be there early, too, which won't be too crowded, hopefully. And they'll know you're degenerate. Yeah. I go, this guy's just, yeah. just sitting at the bar at 11. Okay. All right. On a Thursday? My, my luggage is in the rental outside. I haven't even hit my... <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even get there yet. Had a... <laughs> yeah, first things first. How far are you staying away from the stadium? The same place you stayed in the past? We're going to a couple of different places. Oh, bouncing around. Okay. Bouncing around. The day of the game, we're staying at the hotel, like right next to the stadium, taking okay. the shuttle over. Okay. Don't have to worry about any yep. bullshit. Just yep. get on get on a school bus, whatever charter bus to and from the stadium. Easy enough. Yeah. All right. And you were at uh another you're another football game this past weekend. You're at uh, Army BC. Right. Sweat. And it was wet. Have you have, have, have your shoes dried out yet? I think I'm just going to throw them out. I think I'm just going to throw them out. 
Wow. Sneakers are done for. There was an old pair of sneakers on their last legs. I think this was mm. the final death blow, though. Yeah. Okay. It's right. Sometimes we just uh, got to accept that it's time. Yep. My wallet was wet for like three days afterwards. Oh, that sucks. It was def- definitely the the worst uh, the worst rain I've ever been a part of, like at a game. Somebody said, somebody said it's not a bad thing. No, it was great football weather. Yeah, that is good football weather. That's pretty cool. Was it uh, muddy on the field? You saw? Oh no, or is that turf? Uh, I don't think it was muddy on the field. I don't. I, I'm not sure if it was turf though. They played. It looks like grass. Mm. Which is what turf is designed to do. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> you fooled then. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty close too. We were like right behind the bench, so it was cool to see like the coaches yelling and shit. That is cool. All right, all right. On to the pros you go this week. And they blew it with like 25 seconds left, so it was the full army experience. Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll come back. After a short break here, and we'll uh, get into our picks for uh, this week in the NFL. We'll see if the Dolphins are included. All right. Week six is upon us. And the good news and the bad news is that we've hit rock bottom. So there's only one place to go, Ant. Further down rock bottom, I guess. But up is also an option. Last week, week five. I think the first time in show's history, and this might be also the worst start we've both had since we started doing Sunday Poor. I've had uh, a worse start. You've had a worse start? Okay, well. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think it's, this is definitely my worst start. Uh, you were, We were both 0-3 for week five. So that leaves you at 5-10 and 10 overall and leaves me at a uh, pathetic 3-12 and 12 overall. So. Week six, I'm saying Turner. I'm not gonna say it anymore. I, I I did last week. I was I was trying out new superstitions, trying new things. This week, I'm just doing doing it cold. I haven't looked at anything. Okay. I'm just I'm just picking with. I got the lines here. I'm just picking on on the fly. See how we do. It, I once you go on three, I have weeks like that. Just can't. It can't uh I can't be bothered to look at all these things and get it wrong. I'm lucky though, because I have bet now last week I bet one of the games I picked, I bet one of the games you picked lost. <laughs> I bet another game I had a free bet on, lost, and then I made it all back thanks to San Francisco on Sunday night. Not ideal, but you know, not the best situation usually. You'd rather have like such something that you want to spread it around something like to spread it around to make something, not to fucking, you know, get everything back. You don't want to be uh, playing that game, catch up. So with that in mind, let's get off to a hot start here for week six. I defer to you for the picks for the National Football League. Let's go. All right, pick number one. Let's go back to our roots here. And let's take a nice home underdog. 
I'm going to go to Chicago and take the Bears getting two and a half. Viking season just feels like it's just it's going to be the opposite of last year. It's just nothing's going to go right. Jefferson's out. Cousins is answering questions about you know the trade deadline if he wants to get traded. Uh, the defense stinks. It's just you know year from hell for Minnesota. On the flip side, Bears also not good. Defense probably stinks even worse. But Fields has showed you you know a little something. He had the uh, he had the good game against uh, Denver until the end when he crumbled and gave the game away. Followed it up with a Thursday night uh, trouncing of the Commanders. Uh, I mean, maybe the you know, Bears can build on this, to make it two in a row here. I like them at home. I don't know if it's going to be Bear weather. I've not done the research, but I'll, I'll take the Bears getting two and a half. I think the Bears win on the field. So Bears plus two and a half. Okay. All right. Bears turning their season around a little bit here. Justin Fields changing the narrative a little bit here. Hmm. Uh, all right. I'm going to go a little do a home favorite. Uh, this To me, this is a possibility that this number is a buy, a buy low on a team where maybe in a couple weeks this line would be a little bit higher. Um, just because of how the Bengals have played recently, leading up to last week, how Burrow was. He was kind of unsure about how he, how he was doing health-wise. They have Seattle visiting, and they are three-point favorites. I'm going to take the Bengals here. Um, again, because I think like in a couple weeks, this could be four and a half, five and a half. This is not a, I mean, open at two and a half is at three now. I'll be surprised if it goes up to three and a half by Sunday, uh, maybe even four. So I'll take the three with Cincinnati here as they are getting healthy and getting hot. Um, Seattle, I like Seattle. They're competitive. They're a scrappy team. Uh, they, they find a way. This is, uh, if Cincinnati is where they want to be or as, clo- as close as they want to, want to be as they've been all season, they are a dangerous team. And Seattle is a different, they're just on a different level than Cincinnati. So let me see Cincinnati at home minus three. All right. Cincy minus three. Pick number two. Uh, I picked against this team last week, got burned. Picking against them again, I think, though. I'm taking the Jets getting seven at home against Philly. Feels like way too many points. I, Philly, you know, I don't know what happened in that Rams game last last week. I only saw the first half. They were going back and forth, up and down the field against each other. Tush push to go into the end zone, into the half, up three. Then there was like two field goals in the second half. So I'm not sure exactly what the hell happened. They just Rams stopped scoring. Eagles stopped scoring. Not a touchdown in the second half. Um so the Eagles, you know, still a little vulnerable to me. And probably, you know, five and zero. I can't keep saying that because they keep winning. But I think the Jets' defense plays a big game this week. I think the Jets will be in this game in the fourth quarter. Dangerous betting on Wilson, obviously. Uh, but the Eagles have, you know, the Eagles are banged up on defense. Cooper Cup came back, didn't miss a stride against them last week. I think the Jets will be able to score enough points to at least be in this game and fall inside the number. Think like, you know, 23-20, something like that. Um, so I think the Jets uh, – I'm not going to go outright uh, upset, but I think the Jets could uh, 
could hang in there and scare Philly. So Jets plus seven. All right. Game two for me. I am going to Florida. Matter of fact, seeing not in Miami, but the Jacksonville to go where the Colts are visiting. Uh, I guess they are the Jacksonville Jaguars, not the London Jaguars. First time back home. The Jags are four point favorites. Uh, looked good last week against Buffalo. Uh, with that being said, I'm taking Indy here as uh, as the road dog, just because Jacksonville's coming back after two weeks away. I, I don't know if there's anything to that. I'm going to take a shot on it, and that Indy keeps it close. And he was running all over the place last week, and that's even without uh, uh, what's his name Taylor being 100 like in use. Uh, they, you know, I just I I got to believe that they're going to be. Maybe not the best team, but they, they're going to find a way, especially against a team like Jacksonville here, uh, just be competitive in these kind of games. Now, could and Gardner Minshew's playing too, so I get I get a Gardner Minshew game, uh, so I'm excited about that. Going back, didn't he start with Jacksonville? So yep. a, little, a, little, a little bit of a revenge factor here. Um, so yeah, let me get let me get Indy here, or let me get let me get Indy here plus four on the road at the London Jaguars. So I thought about the Minshew revenge factor in that game. Yep. <laughs> because he started with Jacksonville, and he's, it sounds like it's going to be his job now for the next couple months. Yeah. But I think we're going to go head-to-head here because mm. Jacksonville, even when Jacksonville was, you know, bad, which they've been, you know, basically their entire existence. Mm-hmm. Last five, figure Frank Reich era in, in Indianapolis. The one team that the Jaguars play big against is the Colts. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like a couple of years ago, I don't know if it was the Trevor Lawrence year or if it was the, the year before Trevor Lawrence, they won their first game against the Colts and then they won their last game against the Colts. It was like a two and 14. Two. It was something along those, something along those lines. There was a year where the, the Colts, all they had to do was win week 18 or week 17, and the Jaguars beat them. The Jaguars own them. So I'm taking the Jaguars. I'm going head-to-head. I'm laying oh. the four points. Um, I thought I, – I did think about the Minshew factor. I also thought about the London factor. Like, are they going to come, you know, back-to-back London games? Are they going to come home now and lay an egg in Jacksonville? That would be classic Jaguars. Uh but I, I think the defense is going is to play well against Minshew. Uh, I, I think Jacksonville is – I haven't loved what I've seen from them. I don't love their personnel. But I think if this game was played a few weeks ago when we all thought the Colts were one of the worst teams and the Jaguars were like head and shoulders, this is actually like a six or seven-point spread. So I'm, I'm, I'm laying the four. Jacksonville. Humidity. All right. A lot of bug mosquitoes. <laughs> All Swamps. right. Game game three for me. Um, staying in the southeast here. Washington goes to Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta's favored by two and a half. The Commanders coming off a Thursday night. Uh, dud against Chicago got waxed. Um, on prime time. Uh, the, I'm going with another one. Desmond Ritter does not lose. At home. It's not lost at home since junior in high school. I'm just rolling the dice here, man. Atlanta Atlanta can be a fun team 
when they're clicking. And I picked against them last week. I got burned. I'm going with them this week. I like I Washington has a decent defense, can make things hell for people. Um, but I think Atlanta at home with their running game, they get going is the play here. So give me Atlanta minus two and a half at home against the Washington Commanders. I almost took Washington that game. Uh, you were 0-3 last week. I'm glad to hear you picking against all my picks. <laughs> all right, fine. <laughs> I mean, I was 0-3 also, so one of us has to be right. <laughs> yeah, I like that you're picking against my picks. <laughs> uh, well, one thing's for certain. We're both fucked. Um, all right, there you have it. I got Cincinnati minus three, Indy plus four, Atlanta minus two and a half. Yes, and I have uh, going reverse. Oh, no, I got the Bears plus two and a half, Jets plus seven, Jaguars minus four. Thursday All night All home teams. Thursday night football. Uh, Kansas City is an 11-point favorite over Denver right now. And just, uh, with Kansas City, it always just comes down to do you trust – like, they don't cover spreads. Do you trust Denver to keep it – to not get blown up by 20? No. Right. So you got to take Kansas City with the, you got to take the points here and just pray that they actually cover and don't just kind of hang around and hang around and play ha- play their C plus game while Denver plays their D game. Yeah. You just have to roll the dice and, and lay the 11. Peyton hates Russ, hates him. They're, so they're much. Not, they do not get along well. Yeah, maybe a Casey might Casey might be the play. Yeah, yeah. so he might he's just like, biding his time, waiting for a trade release. Like just, I don't know what injuring. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Anything that ha- has happened with with Russell Wilson, I mean, what a fall, an all time yeah. fall from grace. Yeah, it's bad. Kansas City, then. All right, Baltimore, Tennessee. There's your London game of the week, nine thirty Sunday. Uh, Baltimore's four and a half point favorite at this point. Man, you want to talk about two teams who just you don't they they these two teams belong in London because they are just so Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I mean Baltimore Ooh, had a chance. Wow, to... that was nice little literary. <laughs> All right, impressive. <laughs> that was the most impressive reference we've ever had here on Sunday Poor. Yeah, wow. by, by accident too. <laughs> Baltimore had a chance to. Uh, to really grab that division by the horns and just like, all right, we're going to have a two-game lead on everybody. You know, we're going to beat the Steelers. We just beat the Browns the week before on the road. Now we're going to go into Pittsburgh and win. We're going to be four and one, two-game lead on everybody. And I still don't – that was one of my picks. I still don't know how they gave that game away. It was 10-3 forever. Then they gave up a safety. It was 10-5. Then something else happened, and the Pittsburgh kicked the field goal. It was 10-8. It's like, oh, yeah. shit, they're covering now. Then Baltimore went all the way down the field, and they were, like, in the, inside the 10-yard line, and Lamar threw a pick, and it was like, that was it. And then before you know it, pick it to Pickens. Basically yeah, game over. Team, uh, team doesn't have an offense and somehow put up, like, 18 points last week. Yeah, so Baltimore, real missed opportunity. Tennessee... That was another. I was another one of my picks. There's both my picks going head to head. Tennessee was a uh, uh, short favorite in Indianapolis. They lost. I think I'm yeah. going to go Baltimore. 
I, I, I got to go Vrabel underdog here, four, especially since it's gone to four and a half. The higher it goes, obviously, the more I'm inclined to go with Vrabel. I think it's a tight game. I mean, it's, it's also, I never know how to handicap. I don't want to handicap, period. That's been apparent, but I don't know how to handicap uh, a London game at all. Because like, you never know what the factor, what's going to ha- like, what the factors are. And you don't know what, 10 of the factors that go into it, like fucking. I don't know. It's got the wrong fish and chips. They all got stomach problems. They fucking the bills mm-hmm. flew in on Thursday night. I didn't know that. Like, what the fuck with the bills flying on Thursday night? It was so stupid. Uh, yeah, should have been there all week. Yeah. Um. So I don't know, but in this in this case, I, I think I just take Rabel as an underdog and, and hope for the best. Uh. Wait a second. I don't understand. What did you mean then that they both belong in London because they're both Jekyll and Hyde? If you weren't representing that Jekyll and Hyde was written in in England, <laughs> well, because they've been Jekyll and Hyde, they've been like one week good, one week bad. What's that have to do with being in London, though? Uh, I don't, I don't know. All right, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have said it was an accident. I think you would have had me. <laughs> that was amazing. It was amazing. And you and then you ruined it. <laughs> All right. Edit this part out. <laughs> no way. That was probably the best part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. San Fran and Cleveland. San Fran is a seven point favorite. Why do I pick Cleveland here? Why do I want to pick Cleveland here? I don't know. The spread went up. It sounds like Watson might not play. I think you have to go San Fran. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So, Cleveland, ugly, I mean, ugly game. If Cleveland mucks it up, Turns it into like first to twenty. Maybe they can cover, steal it at the end. You know the thing. The thing with with San Fran is like they can do that too. They're like Cleveland might have a great defense to muck it up, but San Fran has a better defense. They can muck it up too against a much worse offense. And San Francisco has a great offense. So yeah, it just seems like how could you muck it up against a team that can muck it up with the best? You want to muck it up? They'll muck it up. It's a muck off. It's a <laughs> head head mucking. Uh, Carolina, Miami, uh, you will be in attendance. 13 and a half point dolphin favored. A lot of points. They're going to, you know, hopefully they're not looking ahead to, uh, to Philly the following week, Sunday night football, mm-hmm. uh, running back just got put on IR. That's a big loss. Yeah. I mean, they, they should yeah, be able yeah. to take care of business. I don't like the defense. I don't like the dolphins defense very much these days, but, uh, I mean, they should be able to take care of it. The season's they, over. I'll come. I'll come on and say the season's over if they lose this game. They um, they they didn't sleep well. They weren't they're at their best last week against the Giants. They still managed to cover easily. Worst like game Tua has played since. Worst non-concussion game Tua has played. And they still covered with no problem. I feel like that's. I feel like they're a touch better this week, and they covered no problem. Um, okay. Minnesota, Chicago. We talked about Cincinnati. Talked about Indy Jacks head to head. New Orleans at Houston, one point favorite. This I really want to take Houston here, but now I just New Orleans is such a pesky team. I don't know when. I don't know when to back them and when not to back them. I feel like this is a not back them game, but uh, yeah. I didn't trust it either. But I'm, I'd still roll with Houston. Yeah, DraftKings says sixty-two percent of the bets placed have been on New Orleans. So I'll go really? Houston. That's crazy. Well, they just whooped. They just whooped. What's uh, New England? Yeah, I know, but New England stinks, and Houston. I feel like Houston's got a little more just life to them, just in general. 
is seem like a more lively team. Well, you're part of the 38%. I wonder how much money is on Houston. The the, the money's numbers? I don't think they have the money numbers. I forget, I forget where I see that. But, yeah, I know sometimes they have, like, oh, well, 60% of the bets are on. Oh, the, well, this has spread 35%. No. Oh, yeah, you, do, you, you do have to click on. I, I see what you're saying. No, not money line. But like it'll be like sixty-two percent of the sixty-two percent of the bets are on New Orleans. Oh, where's like, the money though? Yeah, fifty-five percent of the money is on Houston or something. Like bigger bets are being put on Houston. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that I don't. Have. I forget where that. I forget where that number is. Action Network or one of those things. Uh, Washington, Atlanta. We talked about Philly Jets. You're on that one. Here's another one. Uh, third game in uh, Florida this week. Detroit. At Tampa, Detroit's a three-point favorite. I I like Tampa, but I think Detroit's at a point where you got to just—they're just a better team than Tampa. You got to roll with them at this point. And can Tampa pull something out and scrappy? It's a weird place in Tampa. Yes, they can. I'm not just Detroit's not the team I I can I, I'm ready to do that with right now. Like Detroit seems to be like they won up like a couple points in our book last week. And I think Tampa's just they're not there. So Tampa's coming off a bye. Oh, two weeks. Oh, yeah, maybe they weren't a bye last week. Yeah, they were. And yeah, even still, um, I just that that might be a reason. I mean, Tampa's a weird place off a bye. That might be the reason to take them. I think I'm just Detroit. They 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 they're kind of proving themselves week in week out. This uh, is a strange. This is a real strange uniform game. I feel like these teams have never played a game against each other ever. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm thrown off by the Lions being a three point road favorite. <laughs> yeah, but this open just a, feels three, like open a three and a half went down to three. Uh, it is a weird combination: the silver and blue, and the whatever aqua. Lions at Tampa. Yeah, like what the fuck. <laughs> Who's that favorite? Who's the weird uniform favorite here? That's a, I have no idea. I'm I'm gonna go Tampa. I'm gonna go. With, I have a sucker for the road dog, uh, home dog. Yeah, and Tampa's got a, a distinct home field advantage. That's the only reason I I would consider them. Uh, and they are they are a scrappy team, man. They really they really are. Uh, they play a little bit of chip on their shoulder, uh, which. That's something that that's maybe I'll switch that on Sunday, but right now I'm just I'm not there with Detroit right now. Arizona plays LA, the Rams, uh, and the Rams are seven point favorites after their loss to Philly last week. Um, Arizona took a little bit of a step back. Um, I have Rams seven. Are you ready to take the Rams as a touchdown again? Yeah, this is my model, it's a system, but I should have actually made it. One of my three picks, but I took the Rams last week, so I couldn't do it. But the Rams, six degrees of the NFC West, the Rams own the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I think everyone owns the Cardinals, actually. But the Rams especially. They killed in that playoff game okay. a few years ago. Giants-Buffalo Sunday night. Oh, no, sorry. New England-Vegas is the last 4 o'clock. Uh, Vegas is three-point favorites there. You can't pick New England. There's no reason to pick New England. Vegas isn't yeah. very good, but New England is a, a, a train wreck right now. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like Vegas just made that. I'm not Vegas the team, but the odds makers Vegas just made that a three point spread. Like we're just gonna make the home team favorite by three because this game sucks. Yeah, I don't even know if you're a, if you're a home a homer. I don't know if you're betting New England here. I think you're just like sitting this one out. Yeah, I don't even want to watch that game. No. Um, Sunday Night Football, one more time. Sorry, America. The New York Giants are there one again. Uh, and Buffalo is a two-touchdown favorite in that one. Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, we don't know. Um, Jones doesn't seem in a great spot right now, but who knows as, as we get close to the weekend. I, did, I, I said the same thing last weekend. Buffalo is a far superior team. They should come out, and if they – they step on the gas a little bit. It's a 14-point cover with no problem. The Giants cannot score points. The Giants have no offense. The Giants have no defense. And Buffalo is a very good team on the rise. Uh 14 points. Just take it. And you don't want to be you don't want to see the Giants down 21 to 3 and be like, all right, oh, he needs a touchdown to cover. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Let me get a weather report before I pick the Bills. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be clear, 50 degrees. Yeah, it's still October. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I guess you just have to go Bills playing 14. And Monday Night Football, the Cowboys are two-point favorites at the Chargers. Dallas coming off to their uh, loss uh, where they were kind of put in their place by the San Francisco 49ers. Um, they're two, they open up as two-point favorites here, Chargers. Obviously, be a Dallas crowd in LA here, but um, yeah, I am inclined to say that Dallas kind of gets right a little bit here. This is kind of I, I just can't trust. I can't trust the Chargers. Dallas will win games like this. It will lose games against superior teams like that. They'll end up having a good record towards the end of the season, and it's gonna be like, oh yeah, look at them. They're right, you know, where we thought they're gonna in, in contention for the NL or for the NFC. East, uh, but we're gonna, you know, it's it's gonna be because of games like this against a team like the Chargers. Not yeah, I, I'm I'm going Cowboys here. I think uh, this has all the makings for a. I don't know about a get right spot, but it's a spot where the Chargers uh, self implode at the end, self sabotage at the end, and the Cowboys actually look like a real. Uh, you know, a real team at the end of this game. Like Dak makes a play and people are like, whoa, is Dak turning the corner? It's like, <laughs> no, Dak's playing the Chargers. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's like 27, 24 Cowboys. I mean, I could even see, I mean, it's, you never know. The blowout's on the table. Dallas's defense shows up pissed off. Mm -hmm. But I, I think this is, uh, this is one that like Dallas pulls out against, against the Chargers. And it's just, you know, it's the Chargers. Yep. It says more yeah. about the Chargers this game than does the Cowboys at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know Dallas can. The crowd, too. The crowd is going to be all Cowboys fans. Dallas is capable of putting together a 60-minute game. Uh, the Chargers are not capable of doing that. No. I'm not sure they've played a 60-minute game uh, in the past 25 years. Uh, so there you have it. There's your slate for Sunday. Uh and did you see this guy? These this Amish guys were like in their service one day this week. 
And yeah. uh, and did you get that national alert on your cell phone? Like there was like oh. an alert last I think it was last week where like everybody's phone went off as like Oh a, yeah. So you're not allowed to have cell phones if you're Amish. Oh, but a no. few of these guys had them in their pocket and they're getting another banned from being Amish. They're kicked out. I didn't know you could be kicked out of being Amish. They're shunned. Well, they're shunned. And versus, how did you not know that? You saw Kingpin. Uh, he got kicked out of being, he I got mean, kicked he was, out of the Amish faith. It was, well, it was, well, they went and got him eventually, but I think he was frowned upon. Oh, I think he left. Didn't he leave? Oh, away? I guess he ran away. Yeah, they came to get him. Yeah. All right, whatever. So maybe, okay, maybe these are more hardcore. Maybe they wanted to, they don't want guys like Ishmael back. That's pretty funny, though, that this guy, like, been hiding a cell phone. Like, how long do you think he's had it for? And what kind of phone was it? Was it, like, a burner, or did he have, like, the iPhone 20? I just read the article. I didn't I didn't see – there was a TikTok video. I did not watch it. It said a former Amish community member posted a TikTok telling the story of how he got a few of his friends uh, back in the Amish country in trouble last week. Um. I didn't actually read it or listen to it. I'm sorry. And whose number does he have if he's only friends with Amish people? That's it's just like a deeper web of lies here. You got to go yeah. to that guy's phone, see who he's got. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, a few of friends were dealing with uh, backlash because they had their phones on vibrate and the sound went off and didn't realize the alert would make such a loud sound. Uh, in, oh, some Amish communities, in some Amish communities, this might be a minor offense, but in others, being shunned is significant. Uh, it's going to be a difficult separation for the person from the community for an extended period of time. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a banned situation going on here. Was this Pennsylvania? Uh, I don't know if I had, I couldn't, neither one of them said an actual. Let me check one more article and see if. It's crazy that the Amish still exist. Where, where was the service? Was it like an outside place, outdoors? Don't they do that? Um, maybe it wasn't a service. It might have just been in the community. I thought it was a service originally, but now I'm, I'm reading different. It's, now I'm going through more articles. Are uh, they allowed to drive cars? No, horse and buggy. What a weird. Oh, good. Here you go. Here's the uh, here's the um transcript of the of the thing. Uh, guess what? I just got a couple of my Amish buddies shunned today by the Amish church. Uh, over the over the few years, there's been quite a few Amish men that reached out and wanted phones. So whenever they request to have a phone, I'll do everything I can to try to get them a phone. Uh, on, August, on October 4th, uh, one of his pals had the Amish elders, oh, elders come to the house to talk to him about something they'd heard about him. Mm-hmm. He might have to get shunned. Uh, Yoder said, using the Amish church for exclusion or isolation. From now on, I guess I have to remember to give all my Amish buddies a heads up if there's a planned emergency test alert. LOL. Uh, yeah, conveniences uh, like electricity, television, automobiles, and telephones are considered to be a temptation that could cause vanity, create inequality, or lead the Amish away from their close-knit community. Yeah. Wow. I just Was uh, William Penn the first Amish guy? I, William I, Penn. Really? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't think so. But I have no idea. He I, was Amish, though, wasn't he something? I don't know. 
What's the deal with the beards? You have to have that beard if you're Amish. I don't know. What if you can't grow one? It's like if you're hobby hobby cop, you can't grow a mustache. Yeah, I think you just gotta go with like you gotta just have like the mutton chop sideburns. Yeah. Patchwork. I guess. I mean, I guess razors are seen as a uh, as a luxury. I guess. One electrical certainly. Definitely can't use that. Yeah, probably using a straight razor. No. The Amish church began with a schism in Switzerland within a group of Swiss and Alsatian Mennonite Anabaptists. You got all that? In 1693, led by Jacob Amash. <laughs> well, maybe William Penn was his number two. This was 1693. 1693. Hey, I, don't under, I don't really understand the whole Amish thing, but I never really... Looked into it either. The North, the first well-known Amish bishop in North America was a guy named Jacob Herzler, 1703 to 1786. Are they all over the place or are they just kind of refined to... I thought they were just Pennsylvania, but I guess there's probably not limited. Yeah, I could see, like, there's got to be some, like, I could see, like, upstate New York... Parts of Ohio. Yeah, Ohio for sure. The Amish have settled in as many as 32 U.S. states, though about two-thirds are located in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Indiana. Indiana, yeah. Let's see. Uh, what do they do, like farm? Yeah. They turn their own butter and stuff. It says they build, here. They build, they build shit too, right? Carpentry? Build some shit. Do some building. Mm. Let's see. Dodgers have gotten a little hot here. Cut the lead in half. Two-out rally. There is an Amish country store um, in Collinsville, Connecticut. Oh. They carry indoor and outdoor quality Amish made wood furniture. That's it? No butter? Uh, there are also plenty of homemade soaps and candles to choose from. Stock up your pantry with some of their sweet treats. You can pick up various chocolates, candies, and locally produced maple syrup. They have great they have some great honeys and jams available. Support your, support your local Amish. This is a great spot to pick up Connecticut-themed items. They've got plenty of signs, pillows, and other decor advertising our great state. Rugs, wall art, kitchen, they got everything. This is like an everything store. It's a convenience store for by Amish standards. Yep. The essentials. There you go. Uh, what town is that in? Collins, Collinsville? Yeah, I'm never going to be there. <laughs> Where is Collinsville? It's upstate. You found it? How far? No, from I'm you? just assuming. How far from you? Oh, yeah, this is. It's Hartford County. It's a village. 
Yeah, it's a, a village in the town of Canton. That is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, no, it's it's up there. That's a, might as well be Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that that is that is in the middle of nowhere. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Must be a nice country store, though. If you want to, if you ever find yourself in Collinsville, that's so far. <laughs> it's funny, like if I was like a little more the other way, it's probably a better drive than going ninety-five anywhere north. Yeah, but I don't know if I really want to be in like Burlington, Torrington, Avon, or Canton. It says it's only an hour from my house. I feel like it would be longer though. Well, right now it's an hour when there's like no one on the yeah. road. It's a good. It's a good hour twenty normal time. I wonder if I could do Google Maps if I could see any horse and buggies there. <laughs> like it's a construction sign. Like beware. <laughs> ABC. It's right down the street from ABC Pizza and Restaurant. Oh, there. See, you get grabbed by T. I'm sure that's good. Yeah, no horse and buggies. I can't see him. Oh, well. All right. Yeah, well, also, what a good racket. If you just if you had an Amish buddy and they needed phones. But, I mean, they wouldn't pay it with cash, right? They're just going to pay with, like, butter and goods that advertise our great state. Right, they don't use our currency, right? I don't think so. Well, they must have something, right? They pay taxes. Do Amish pay taxes? Let's see. Are they considered a religion? Mm, I don't know. I mean, the Amish are kind of like those tribes that live in, like, the middle of nowhere, like in the jungles of whatever the fuck, and are untouched by this civilization. Yeah, but those so, people are fuck. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. I'd. I'd be more comfortable going around the Amish than the middle of nowhere, Foxville. Yeah, no. I mean, they're not. You go see. You wander to an Amish farm. They're not going to throw a spear through your heart, right? Right. I figure if you if you show up in the middle of the jungle, one of those tribes, they're going to shoot the needle. Yeah, oh yeah, bows and arrows. You're getting. You're going down, man. They don't want anything to do with us. It's like and the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's. Yeah, running to the plane. It's like uh, those people. Yeah, I respect <laughs> them. I respect those people. Like you've you've found a way to do it off the grid. Like you don't. Like, the Amish people know what they're missing. That's why they're sneaking phones in. So I don't know what they're thinking. But those people are like off the grid. They live there. They're happy there. They have their lives there. They raise their families. Their generations. Like they don't know what they're missing. They don't know what the, they don't know what a computer is. Like they don't know. Right. And it's you know we like, don't want to know. We don't want right. to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So if you go there, you're an invader. You deserve to get an arrow to the head. Oh yeah, and you will, and yeah. you will. Yeah. So Collinsville is a much safer uh, destination. Yes. Yeah. Um, wherever, wherever the community, wherever that community is. Uh. Yeah. All right. Well, we gotta wrap it up here. And- I think we missed the exit. Well, was it two weeks ago? Maybe we made it last week, but we missed the exit two weeks ago. Yeah, so, two weeks ago. So, uh, well, thank everybody for listening to the show. Have a safe trip. There's a friendlies in Collinsville. 
so if we're ever up there, it's another good spot to go. Um, have a great trip, safe trip. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you uh, when Ant gets back. Till then, Ant. Yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, be back in action Monday night. Chargers, Cowboys. Until then, peace.